bear with me with this episode. I'm telling you, <laughs> I'm half asleep. I'm not playing. <laughs> you know, today is a day that Heavenly Host will not want me to get any sleep because they are so excited on what's happening today. And I just feel it and I'm encountering it, but I don't know by detail what's going on today. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just thank God for whatever, in whatever realm, whatever capacity, I'm just so grateful, you know, being open for, you know, everything that God wants to do, but no limits. I want to get on here, you know, to say the supernatural must be very natural. It must become that natural to you that these encounters does not alarm you or have you to panic or, you know, many people become very afraid of what they do not see naturally. They call it the unseen world. And many are very, very afraid of that. So much has happened since I've been up, you know, this morning. And I'm like, wow, for one, God giving me more insight on what it looks like when the devil comes to steal our identity. He's really coming to steal our identity, meaning our look. You understand? And you ever see a movie when someone is standing there and they got themselves in the mirror, another description of them, but demonically? That's how he does. You know, he wants to clone you supernaturally, demonically. You know, it's like you can see, I woke up to seeing how the demons look who have stolen people's identity. It looks like the people, but just demonic. And I said, oh, I begin to cast them down. And there goes Gabriel. You know, I used to see Gabriel probably like once a year, once every three years even. He started coming like every other day. And he just do the same thing. And I'm like, okay, you just stand there behind me. I'm glad you're here. It's like you walk up and stand there. <laughs> And I just say the same thing every time, be it under me. You know, I had to really learn how to not be afraid of what I cannot naturally see, hear, touch, or anything. And I had to realize, okay, they're not here to hurt me. They're here to help me. You know, so I had to sit and not be afraid. And how I became so natural with it is I sat in the room in the dark just to build up more trust in them that they wouldn't hurt me, you know. And I thank God that that breakthrough, you know, was definitely made in my life. But that change was also definitely made in my life. Bear with me, guys. I'm seeing all kinds of open doors. I see open doors all over the place. I see so many open doors. I see a house. I see all kinds of things. I'm just releasing this out here to you guys. Just grab whatever God wants you to get. <laughs> I just see a lot of excitement. God been showing me the number 11 for 11 days now. It been since this month. He's been showing me 11. Everything all day been 11. I would wake up. It'd be, you know, whatever the hour is, it'd be the 11th minute. God would show me, I'll look up, I see 11 in the sky. God would make 11 out of anything. And I just kept, I couldn't escape from the number 11. You know, I get notification, you know, at the 11th hour. It'd be like, you have 11 messages. I'm like, oh my goodness, 11, 11, 11. 
You know, I just couldn't escape it. It was 11 in everything that I did for 11 days. And today is the 11th day of this month. And there goes Gabriel. There goes all the heavenly hosts, angelic hosts. They're just like, you know, so excited for what they're not trying to tell me. <laughs> About just anything. Whatever God does is so good. But I wanted to say on here, I love you guys. I thank you guys so much. Let the supernatural be natural to you. You know, I went to community, and I was like, a lot of community looks very torn down. And God said, I don't want you to look at, you know, what's on the outside. I want you to focus on who's on the inside of that place. You know, I'm not after the buildings. I'm after the people that lives in the building. And it takes our ministry in the community up a higher notch. Because a lot of times we go places and we be afraid, we be skeptical, we feel nasty, disgusted, but we still walk in love, trying to do the right thing, loving on people. But it's like, okay, I don't even want to be here long. This is this is nasty. And I started putting myself in people's shoes. Like, this is their norm to them. This is what they are used to. And I was like, how can you ever get used to this? And it's not that we so soon to forget. We know what it's like to, you know, come up higher than where we've been before. But what I seen yesterday, I have never seen stuff so torn down in my life. And then God said, look at the people. Now we're going to look. They're the ones that's torn down. They're the ones that's without. It's not the money. It's not the way of living. It's not any of that. You're going to live in poverty when you're not free. And I don't mean a lifestyle. We keep focusing on a lifestyle as poverty. No, your mental state is poverty. The way you feel is poverty. The way you think, you know, everything about your your lifestyle is, you know, and not even life change and well-being. No, I mean everything about you as an individual. You know, you cannot embrace freedom without God. So you're going to be bound. You know, like we say in the word, you know, was bound in heaven, you know, you bite it in the earth. And what we lose here is loose in heaven. I want to take you deeper in that. You know, it's not what we bind is bound because <laughs> heaven don't operate due to what we say in the sense of saying anything outside of what God has already said. So <laughs> it's more as whatever we bind has already been bound in heaven. And whatever we lose has already been loosed in heaven. You understand? Heaven is not waiting for us to do anything. It's already done. We're just responding to what's already done and agreeing, you know, by declaring decreeing what God says already. Hallelujah. In other words, heaven don't take orders from us. <laughs> You know, God order our steps according to his word. <laughs> so, <clears throat> release that mystery out there for you to grab. But I um, I just thank God because I was in the community and I was like, I started lifting up people, praying for people and all of that. Guys, get used to it because that's what God needs to do. Build up people. You know, apostleship is building churches and it's not just buildings naturally. Is also building people. You know, we are the church. He's coming back for us. You understand? So it's like, wow. You know, and I just thank God for it. Excuse me. Mm -mm -mm. I just thank God for restoration all in my family, in my life, 
you know, even, um, what I was talking about now, you know, just every area in your life, just receive God, you know, try to not wake all the way up because I want some more sleep. I really do. <laughs> I have two and a half hours. I'm helping someone while they minister today. So I'll be there a little earlier than usual. <laughs> it's okay. I love it. And I um, just feel that something great is happening to me. I want you to feel the same thing. You understand? So many angels are here. So many opportunities are before you and I. You know, I want you to receive it. God said, give testimony about the community. Yeah, so I begin to see. One thing I've seen that it really amazed me is that when people were in the streets and all that, they were together. You see people hanging out in the corner, they were together. People were in huddles and all that, they were together. You know, people are together. We cannot separate ourselves from the way how people live because it's the life that God is after that they <clears throat> living no longer live. Nevertheless, not I, nevertheless, not them, but Christ, the one who lived within us. And that's everybody's, you know, breakthrough, everybody's, you know, lifestyle, life change. You know, we can't, we can't leave them like that. We can't talk bad about what we see, how they live. Oh, yeah. I just see the boat sailing. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, a boat just came in. Yeah. It's a different type of boat. It looks like an ark, to be honest. Yeah, or made of wood. The way it's formed like a ship. Mm. Do you know the ark was the first ship? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That was the first ship. Mm-hmm. I noticed. I'm just going to just throw this out here geographically speaking. You know, I didn't. I had no idea I had a, a hunger to be an archaeologist. And I mean spiritually, naturally, mentally, emotionally, economically here. And what I want to say about that is when it came to a lot of the ships in the past, like the Titanic and, you know, the voyage, all of those things. It's a lot of ships that sunk. And I did the history. The way how they built those ships were to be praised and worshipped. You know, each, you know, um, I'm not going to say a blowpipe on the ship. is, you know, each of them that, you know, releases, you know, the smoke and the coil, all that at the bottom of the ship how many of them you have determines how good your ship is and how much your ship should be praised. Titanic was being so worshipped. I had no idea that ship was being worshipped. People were like, this is the best. We love this. We would never, this, this is a great protection. You know, it's built it so big, so there's no way that we can ever be swallowed up by the sea because look how big it is. It's protecting us. And people would just say these things. And those who build the ship, what was it, in uh, Canada, if I'm not mistaken, they really, really were talking, you know, idolism. You know, idol tree. And I was like, oh my God. Now, you know, every life matters. But the ship itself was an abomination to God. So many ships were being worshipped and praised. And God was not for that. 
And I realized anything that we worship and praise, he is a jealous God. And many say, well, I don't take too well of God being jealous. That's not a good characteristic. You can't put that bad word on him. No, there are two forms of every word. There are two ways to everything <laughs> because there's two fathers <laughs> regarding everything. So you have every word good and every word bad you can ever think of. So when it comes to jealousy, we're not talking about demonically speaking because that jealousy is a jealousy that God said, do not be. Don't envy. Don't don't be jealous. And then turn around and say, he be jealous. No, there's a different type of jealousy. God's jealousy is, you know, it's heartfelt. It's you know, abandonment, like you're abandoning your covenant, you're abandoning, you're putting away from me. You know, that's why he considered Israel to be adulterous. Like you guys are committing adultery on me. You have a covenant with me. I'm a covenant keeping God. You're married to me. And the reason why he chose in the word marriage, because it's one, you know, it's unified, you know, it's forever. It's everlasting. It's a commitment. It's a devotion. So, <clears throat> And that, that's what God wants with us, you know, every time. And I'm telling you, it's so amazing to have that relationship with God. Just like there's a, there's two words to everything, two desperations, you know. One desperation is <clears throat> being done with an earthly hunger. And one with a spiritual hunger, just like that. That's simple. We don't complicate anything that's simple, you know. And I just thank God for what's happening here today in my life, your life. Oh, God said, go back to the communities. Yes, guys. So what happened? I went to a community, right? And I looked at the building. I was like, okay, which one? My my first thought was, I don't want no one to think I'm here as no cop. I don't want no one to, you know, Tried to attack me, rob me, and then I just shake it off like, hold on, man, I'm from the East Street. Y'all better stop flying. <laughs> yeah. But I, all that going on, on the inside, it shouldn't be a thought that any of us have while we out here. You know, and I've received a higher form of transformation being out here because you don't see nobody being less than because of how they live. And we say that all day and that's not our heart, but that's definitely our demeanor. You know, I don't live in this type of community, so it's definitely going to be felt how I feel about this place that I would never live. And we can't think like that because this is not it for them either, you know, and what I do love is that when I went in that building, you know, first thing I smelled was weed and all kinds of, the, you know, nasty stenches. And I said, okay, I got in the elevator. My first thought was, you better not break down. It looked like it was about to break down. And I was like, okay, let me just continue to allow God to pour into me. Come on, God. Come on, God, with this. When I was invited into someone's place, and I was like, oh, my goodness, they had three children there. And they were just sitting there like, who are you? And guess what? They did not want me to leave. I was only there for five minutes. Stay here. It was a little, it was a girl there, like 13, 14. And she don't talk to nobody. She on her cell phone. You can tell she's, you know, feeling herself as a teenager. Like, I'm not with these. These are my little sisters. But I'm over here. I'm the teen. I'm, you know, I'm not into all that playing around. You know, I'm doing my, you know, young lady thing. That's what she, that's what she was giving off to me. And God just had me to open up to her about one thing. And she just, you know, wouldn't want me to leave. All I said was, are you into anything in your school? Like, you know, in the band, cheerleader. She was like, well, I do like cheering. But 
And I was like, there she go. When you say something that they're interested in, oh, you have their full attention <laughs> and you have everything about them. Yeah. So she opened up like, well, I do like cheerleading, but so many people were trying out. So I didn't. And I said, why didn't you? Because it was, they already had a lot of people. I said, yeah, but they don't have you. She was like, ah, oh, I didn't see it like that. And I was like, yeah, try out, you know, the more the merrier. Don't ever be intimidated by the size of the crowd. I said, in that case, you would never, you know, be a part of anything, you know, or do anything that you would like to do because there are going to be people everywhere you go that's going to also want to do some of the things that you want to do. And she's just a teenager. And she was like, thank you. Like, where are you going? You have to leave? Yeah. God sent me there for those children. It'd be a blessing. You know, I have so much mother in me. It don't make no sense. <laughs> yeah. And God had me to know it by working with infants. I was like, uh-uh. I couldn't, I couldn't stand that job for like three years. So I just, I had to humble myself. Why am I here? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every time I talk about kids, a lot of women be like, hmm, yeah, okay. Well, whatever. <laughs> you better get out my face. <laughs> I hear it all. <laughs> you want more? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> and I... <laughs> And I laugh because it takes someone to really be yielded to hear what God has to say concerning things like that. You know, why do we feel these ways when we say these things? Just say you don't want anymore, but don't come off with that type of expression, you know, emphasizing like you just really can't stand the idea. Like, whatever. (laughs) I'm like, all of that you've given me, just, you know, give me less than that because you don't feel that way. I know that's not that bird. I know it's not that bird. <laughs> no, not yet. So let me get some more sleep. But guys, when I went inside that home, so beautiful. You know, it's so beautiful. The kids sit at the table. Teenagers sitting there watching TV. I was like the TV the size of the wall. Beautiful lights everywhere. Food on the stove, kids about to eat, and they're not on the floor eating. They're at the table. I'm like, this is a beautiful home. And God wanted me to see the home and not the outside of the building. He wanted me to see the home that was inside that building. And I want you to know, when you look at people, don't ever assume because they live in off the system or they live in a community or look like they have a lack thereof, they have a very big heart. And they go after everything just like we are because we are all one. We have to stop separating ourselves from people. It's not cool. And people can feel it. And I mean that in a spiritual sense because we in the body, we tend to think people we don't know and assume that they're not saved. And if you're not careful, we out here in a, as an experiment. Like, we look at them as an experiment. Like, they're a scientific method. Yeah, this thing got to come up with a conclusion, a hypothesis, a result. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's not what we do. We're not going to try to engage and feel like we are not uncomfortable, but we really are. We're not doing that either. We're not going to go places and then talk about the things that they didn't have. I can't stand that. I can't stand it. And if I can't, I know God can. 
we go somewhere and come back. Oh, it was so nasty. It was so hot. It was so cold. Then why did you go? Why did you even stay? What was the purpose of you going? Every reason that you have to complain, that's why you went. <laughs> because what's in you, he's releasing there to them. I changed that whole daggone Kenya village namansada around. They driving, got jobs, businesses, and school degrees. Don't play. Because when I went there, they was in villages using the bathroom on the ground, in the ground, in holes in the ground. And I was too when I went to go visit outside of my hotel room. You know, catching food for us to eat. Every time I visit and doing work with the Lord. And I kept releasing spiritual food, spiritual food. They tell me, no, we hungry, not your food, not your food, spiritual food, spiritual, spiritual food. Yeah, you're going to eat, but still, spiritual foods. I had to keep pouring into them. And guess what? They got it. Don't play. There's no need for me to keep going, doing the same thing. The mission is not accomplished. Christ never kept going to the same place to do the same thing. He may went to the same place more than once, but not to do the same thing. You understand? And I'm not talking about miracles. You can do those over and over again. He have fed many. But what I'm talking about is when it comes to people receiving what you came there to do, you got to release that what's in you so it could transform the world around you, right where you are, where you are. Every place God leads you to be. You got to change that place. Change that gas station around just by being, you know, nice and open. I changed the one around here. During a pandemic, God had me to do that. When the gas went up so high, God said, go and so see the people's eyes. You know, all together, you know, it was just two people. God said, go ahead and look at that. It's not that they didn't have no money. That's why they went to the gas station to get gas. But God said, no, I don't want them to use their money. Mm. God's recording this. Whenever God have a camcorder, he's showing me that means it's really touching him. He's, gonna, he's recording it so he can play it for me when I get home. Mm -hmm. Ooh, angels everywhere. Hi. I'm like, hi, y'all. I'm telling you, it gets higher and higher to the point sometimes I'm like, okay, everything's fine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. They're everywhere in this place. Something's happening today. Ooh, flying over my head. <laughs> the angels say, get some more sleep just so you can be up to get yourself together to help out, you know, the family member that you're going to help so they can minister. Yeah. It's my mom helping her with my nephew so she can minister today. I'm excited. You better sit huh? Sit your tail down. <laughs> nah. <clears throat> the thing is, I just thank God that I'm very fun and very firm. You know, um, I just thank God. I'm not a person that yell. I don't have to yell. I don't have to yell. I don't have to chase you. I don't have to do any of that. You know, it's just me gaining an understanding about each child. What is it about this child that I need to know? What do you like? You know, what do you want to do? I can't just have you to sit down and, and just do what you don't want. You know, you're going to show that in so many ways. You're going to become bored, agitated, fidgety, you know? So, you know, let me figure it out. What is it that gains your attention? Let me learn this kid. Yeah, so any child I come in contact with, I'm like, you know, I'm analyzing. Yeah. And I just thank God for what he put in me, you know, regarding kids. You know, it's not just me giving birth to kids. It's me actually giving birth to kids. <laughs> it's a spiritual sense and natural. You know, I just thank God for that. Yeah. Oh. Oof. 
But God, I feel glory all over. It's a lot coming down from the kingdom. Yes, God. God said recovery. Hallelujah. Something powerful is happening. Wow. Thank you, God. I'm excited to attend a wedding this Saturday. <laughs> yeah. I give it my word. I will be there. I notice when someone asks you to come more than once, that means they really want you there. And <clears throat> it been times I told people I would come. And I didn't come. And they were very disappointed. So I told this person, I know, but at times I said I was coming, I didn't go to different things. But for the most part, whatever you invite me to, I will be there. But this person is serious about it. I really, really want you to come. And let me tell you why. Because I was used by God being obedient. You know, this person has always you know, saw a word from the Lord from me, no matter what it looked like or sound like around. And I'm a woman that you guys wouldn't know who I talk to unless you, you know, have an encounter that you, you know, see like, oh, wow, I didn't know you guys talk like that. The thing is, I'm just not a person that's just, you know, all in, in on one face a lot. You know, I'm not like that, but I will sit and engage. Don't get me wrong. I just don't sit around in people's face too long. I don't even sit in no place too long. But if I'm at a function, of course, I'm going to have a great time. But it's just that, you know, I'm being led by Holy Spirit when it's time to cut it off. You know, I got to cut it off. And sometimes it's cut off very short. And But I will be back. And this person came to me since I have known this person over 12, 13 years this person has always asked for a word from the Lord. You know, like, what is God saying now? And I'll never forget, I went to this person's house, and she will always say, I can feel God coming. I can feel when you're coming. And she would be at the door. Let me know when you're around the corner so I can, you know, come downstairs or come upstairs. And she would be at the door like, I felt you coming around the corner. I felt God on you. And I... um i never forget, I was sitting there soaking. I was soaking her place, and then we go talk. i never forget, she said to me, I want you to know this. You're not an average type of person. We all blessed, we all favored, we all powerful, but whatever's in you, it separates you to be all the way up here. You stand out, and we're down here. You know, it's like... She was describing hierarchy, but in a human and being formed from God. Some things you just can't even put in words. You just got to just, just take the word, just take the encounter, <laughs> just take the expression. And I always give her a word, but this one time I was like, father, I don't want to talk about marriage because I don't want to, that's a sensitive topic to people. And 
to be honest, to be able to talk about birds, you have to be open about it, first of all. You have to be willing to say that's what you want. We can't say we don't and we do, you know, because that's going to rob us because we're not honest about what we want. And this person just came to me. I'm just speaking randomly, but go back to this subject. And this woman, you know, God said, give me a word. You know, you're about to be engaged, you know. And I always told her about your husband is here. but And I would give her a beautiful word about what to do. You know, you can't have no no man like that. And I'm thinking I'm going there to be mentored and coach. No, I was doing the coach. <laughs> yeah. And I just noticed that. Hold up. I was paying the coach. <laughs> ah, oh, God. God is so funny. He paid, He had me sow and seed the coach. Oh, wow. It's supposed to be the other way around. You know, I'm sowing seed to be coach, but I was going up, yo. Hey, a refund on this play. <laughs> I'm just playing. I love you. But uh, I, um, it's amazing because when I I was given a word, during that time I was, you know, coaching, like, I don't know how we got on something about marriage. I don't know. That was done by Holy Spirit. I do know. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit did that. It wasn't me. Let me just say that. Now, I don't know. It was Holy Spirit. It wasn't me. And when I seen a list, I said, hold on, you have a list? Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> oh, you have a, that's not even a list. You have a dog on, you know, a dialogue. You have a whole thing. Oh, no. She said, where's yours? I said, I don't have a list. There's, there are no lists. There's no list. You got to get rid of that. What do you mean? Uh-uh, he must be this, he must have. No, listen, you can't have a list because this is the opposite of what God has already written down. You have to accept, you have to accept who he has. Thank God for who he is. Now, give God praise for who he is now. You don't have to know the name, but you 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 want a puppet. No one talked to me like, no, yes, she, that, I'm going to tell you. You want a puppet. No one's going to do that. <laughs> You want someone to bow down before? No one's doing that, sister girl. <laughs> no. <laughs> I said no one's going to do that. <laughs> so let's get rid of the list. You don't have a list. No. No list. You know, um, and it's amazing because this sister <laughs> is amazing because she got rid of her list. She listened. I said, thank God for the person who it is. Okay, I said, the person who God has for you is intimidated by you. You know, you are very, very dominant. And he's trying to figure out, how can I come in? <laughs> how can I approach? <laughs> she better not blow me off, but I know this is from God, but I don't know. So I was, we were going through that for some time throughout years. Excuse me. Even me being in the wrong marriage, I was going through that with her. You know, telling her the word that God gave me to give her. Okay, okay, okay. And then the last word I have given her, the end of last year, the end of last year. <laughs> God said, tell her. And I said, okay, hey, I'm back. <laughs> and tell you something. I'm listening. And I'm telling you, she would talk for a long time. Like, I want all of it out of you. She will prone you. Like, I'm, <laughs> if she believe in you. And she believes in everybody, but knowing that you do hear from God, not you just seeking to hear. No, I'm going to pull you every time you come, Q, because you have it. 
and you and it's com being confirmed. I said, you're about to get engaged soon. She was like, uh, out of everything you said, now you got me. <laughs> you had me until this point. <laughs> I was like, you're about to get married. <laughs> she said, uh, mm, it don't look like it. I'm not even with nobody. I've been single for a long time. I don't even care if I do or don't. Not even a week later. Here, you mighty woman of God, you. She said, you mighty woman of God, you. See, only a woman of God can get up at 5, 24, eat some buffalo wings. Don't play. And still don't gain no weight because you're great. Don't play. Because I have whatsoever I say. <laughs> you, you can tell the difference of a woman of God and a woman who doesn't walk with God. You know, and I just thank God that we out here releasing that. But back to her testimony. Kill, what's up? <clears throat> Talk to me. I'm about to get married. You prophesied that. I'm engaged. Soon as you said that, he came. And I want you to come to my wedding. Sure. I want you to come, not just because, you know, you're cool, you know, your presence being there. No, I want you to come. Because God used you to prophesy what's happening in my life. You've been going through this process of telling me about marriage and what it is. And I'm about to walk down the aisle. And I said to her, let me tell you this. Don't you dare. I feel in my spirit. Don't you dare hide anything that's in that need to come out. Don't ever pretend anything. Okay, I feel you going somewhere with this. Yes, I'm just going to arrive because I don't. I got to be direct. I can't, even though sometimes you got to tip around, I, I can't. I got to be direct. You know what? Whatever child God gives you, that's from God. You understand? No matter how old you are, whatever child come out of this marriage, if there even be, all unto the glory of God. Don't do nothing to stop it. Don't even, you know, focus on it even happening. Just allow God to be God in your ministry regarding you and this man. You understand? It doesn't matter you 40 what, 50 what, 60 what. I don't care. Whatever God put in you, oh, it's coming out. Don't even think, oh, I'm 40 something, 50 something, and I'm pregnant. And God had to go through that with me. God said, you want me to keep it open? Whoa, hold up now. See, because I start thinking about age and, you know, and <laughs> health. <laughs> you know, I'm not talking about fathers and, you know, my organs. No, I'm talking about fathers and me getting older. You know, your body looks like it's older. It's getting older, okay? I, you, you're not going to look like this. You understand all the time. Yeah, yeah. And God say, how, how, who, who makes you think that? See, look how much you limit yourself. You think about your bones getting brittle, you know, all that. Think about hunchback and all that, walkers. No, that's not you. If you don't say it, wow. So I change everything I say. I start thinking about, okay, what, you know, carrying all that. You better stop limiting yourself. Whatever God has in you, you best to believe it's coming out of you. Simple as that. And <clears throat> I just was so amazed that I thought I was going there to be coach and mentor. I actually went there to mentor and coach. And I thank God for that. You know, um, it wasn't just that. It was for everybody. I realized that I have a gift in me that opened people up that, you know, we don't have to be religious. 
you know, a lot of things that God used me to dismantle, you know, like, um, I don't drink wine anymore because it, it's just, it takes away from my energy. But a lot of people were hiding it. You, you know, don't hide anything. Now, it's not to be parading whatever you do. That's just because your life is, you know, that's how you, how you live. But don't ever have it in your heart that I don't want no one to see what I do, and yet I still do it. There's no point of doing something that you feel like you have to hide to do. But it doesn't mean have everybody inside your bedroom either. You understand? Just don't have it in your heart, well, I'm going to keep this from you. No, I'm just going to live my life and live it the way I'm going to live it. You understand? And that opened the door for a lot of women too, you know, spiritually. So I had to go around these women, you know, and I'm doing a mentor in this person's house. And I'm like, I'm going to tell you something. Stop pretending. Stop pretending you guys don't want marriage. That's why you're still single. You have to be honest and get rid of the list. Stop thinking, ladies, because we women of God, that we have to have a list. This man better be like this, better be like that. No, because you're shortening and you're limiting yourself. Just thank God for who he is. And, you know, many would say, well, do you see somebody for me? And I cannot always give an answer unless God tell me to. Because I may do see, but I'm not going to give. Because you may not be ready what I have to say. And I don't want you to be in a situation in a predicament where you're worse off than you were. Because if you start to doubt, then you're really going to rob yourself from walking in what I just said. So I'm just going to be quiet because you may not be ready to hear what God is showing me. So what I would do is I would give more of an answer that you can walk in now to pave the way for what's coming later regarding And one thing that we had to stop and I had to tell, don't pretend. Do you want to be married? I mean, I can wait. It doesn't matter. That's not what I ask. It's not what I ask. Do you want to be married? Yeah, I do. I do. I want marriage. That's, let's start right there. Because the moment that you're honest, that's the process. Every time a process starts, it's because of honesty being present. You know, you want that, you want not that house, but do you want a house? Yes, I do. There go a process of God preparing for what's already in you to be a homeowner. You understand? You want that position? Yes. There goes you going through the process to do what it takes to get the position that God has for you. So there's a process to everything. If you're not in a process of what you want because you didn't yield yet, you know? So when it comes to, you know, being honest, that's when the process starts. First of all, let's stop doing this. Let's stop wanting to be, you understand, titled. Let it all come from God. Let God put the name on you. Because when he put the name on you, it's already preordained. It's already done. It's already on the inside of you. The worst thing we can do is to ask to be a title, to ask to become a title, to ask to even have a title. Now, when it comes to, you know, an earthly authority, that comes with professionalism. But kingdom authority comes with purpose. So we have to be very mindful of that. It's different if I'm just, oh, I want to be a CEO on a job. That's fine. But when it comes to ministry, and my spirituality, your spirituality, let God do that. You know, we can't do that to each other. We can't put names and titles on one another. Because if we're not to carry that office, then we're going to fail at it. I'm going to be honest. We're going to fail at it. And it's going to cause people to look and see, oh, you got this because of this, because of that. And we shouldn't do that. You know, that's another thing I had to talk about to people as well. <clears throat> one thing I can say that people love you know, high up in ministry is honesty. I need 
honest feedback. I need someone who is going to be honest. I need someone who is going to be honest and respectful and not lying, just trying to tear me down. I need someone who's going to give me what God really wants me to know. I want, because God is not going to always talk to us audibly, talk to us verbally, talk to us individually. He may use someone else to give you that word that you need. He moves like that. So it's like, okay, what do you want to say, God? What do you want to do, God? You understand? Please excuse. I'm doing like six things while I'm ministering. And guess what? We can. And I will. When it comes to our schedule sometimes, we're like, you know what? We have so much to do, so little time. When you submit to his will, submit to his way, then you will see that there's a grace over you to make sure everything gets done. Because you won't add anything in the schedule and you won't take anything out from it. Hallelujah. God is so good. I'm not going to be too noisy. <laughs> Excuse that. You understand? Who gets up eating buffalo wings in the morning? Don't play. <laughs> and don't gain no weight. <laughs> don't play. <laughs> Hallelujah. So just receive this word. It's, so many great things are happening. Right now, so many great things are happening. I, I feel transfiguration, transformation. Every time I wake up and heaven wants to say something, heaven wants to do something, because heaven is on the move. Ah, okay, God. I thought I had something I don't have. Okay, it's all good. Thank you, Father, for letting me know. I thought I did. I don't. It's all good. Oh, I do. Thank you, God. <laughs> ah, see, I wasn't going to trip. It's all good, but I do have it. Okay. Thank you. Y'all say, uh-uh. Check it out. You know, God is filled with so many surprises. He liked the surprise. I was a person, I didn't like that. Mm-mm. I, I didn't like all that. No, I didn't. Because I got shocked. Surprise is a good word. And I, I took it as it was bad because every time something happened that unexpected to me, it was not good. So I was like, I don't want no more of that. No more of those encounters. No. And I just thank God. He clarified it. You know? Just let God do what he's doing in your life. Be honest about what you want. Don't let no one define you. Never let no one define you. Don't let no one define you. Because some people may call you, you know, less than what you're called. Some may call you what you're not even called. You know, I get all kinds of names. Oh, Quenisha, you're uh, this, you're that. You're this in the body, you're that in the body. Let me tell you something. I'm not focused on any of that. My life going to speak for itself. You understand? I'm going to say I'm Christ-like. Because to be honest... We all operate in a five-fold ministry because we Christ-like. Christ's not going to come in us and do some of the work. He's going to come in us and build churches. That's apostolic. He's going to have us to, you know, evangelize like we do, travel and minister. You know, he's going to have us, you know, pastoring is nothing but being nurturing. You know, being a father and a mother of other children spiritually to keep them, you know, waiting to be kept supernaturally here in the earth as it is in the kingdom. You know, and it's not saying that you're going to be in that office, but you operate, you know, in those offices all the time. 
teaching, we always have a word of knowledge, a word of wisdom. You understand? Seriously. So don't be so caught up on that because it's going to have you to lose, lose sight of who you really are. Who you really are. Everybody wants to be, but no one wants to walk in love. So it's like, come on. Got to just stick with the basics. The fruits of the Spirit, stick, stay right there. You understand? I was in class yesterday, and I had my teachers amazed, like, wait a second. I never thought like that. I never thought like you think. That's good that we come together because we see how each other thinks. Wow. Isn't that amazing? And all I did was talk about the, we were talking about the tree, you know, being a tree, you know, bearing fruit. I said, you know what? Let's go back to the Garden of Eden. There were two trees there. But I know there was many other trees too. But these two, two, these two trees God was, you know, deliberately talking about. You know, the good one and the bad one. God never said, look at all these bad ones. Look at all these good ones. There's a good tree and a bad tree. Do not eat off the bad tree. And you know what we did. And because we did, there goes Christ being portrayed in the Garden of Eden all along. He was showing us us and the Eden all along. That tree of life was Adam and Eve all along. And many didn't even see it that way. Even I didn't all along. <laughs> See, Holy Spirit and the wisdom of God is on the rise on the inside of me, same as you with your gift. God is really showing mysteries in me that people didn't see in such a powerful way. And it goes deeper than that because God used that very same thing to prosper us. And the tree, it cursed us. And God used the tree we supposed to eat off of to bless us. How? Because we became what we were supposed to eat off of. That's so powerful. We are the tree. How are we the tree? I'm glad you asked. Christ is divine. We are the branch. If we stay rooted and grounded in Christ, we're going to flourish and bear much more fruit. What is that? A tree of life. We became that tree that we were eaten off of. God will use that very thing to prosper us. And the devil wanted us not to eat off of it, and God had us to become it. <laughs> Isn't that amazing? And in the Bible, it talks about 12 fruits. Of the, on the tree And I said mm, In my class Let's go deeper than that Twelve See numbers mean a lot The twelve fruits Can mean the twelve tribes Whoa We ain't think of that Yeah <laughs> So I just thank God for that You know Just having that ability To open people up like that Yeah It comes to me all the time Yeah So I just want to say Thank you guys so much You know Enjoying this moment this morning is so many things happening today. So powerful. I'm so excited. I know you are too. You know, um, the devil would try to distract us and get us down. But guess what? We are on a rise and we're not backing down. You know, I had to let my classmates know yesterday. You know what's so powerful about me watching them on the screen? Is that everyone, we were talking about rest. And you know what rest looked like? Rest look like what you're doing right now because rest is nothing but another word of persevering. You're persevering because you are aware of what you're expecting God to do. That's rest. You know, rest is not always, you know, mental. It's not always physical. It's not, you know, 
in that matter. It's not. It's not just, okay, I'm just fully persuaded. I'm just waiting on God. I'm just a, a certain. I'm, that, that is good too, but it's more deeper than that. You know, if we're looking to become something, then we're not going to be aware that we already are. We already became. So I'm trying to become. I'm not aware I became. Because in order to become, <clears throat> you're seeking to, to have it and have it manifested and be, be what you're trying to become. But you're already that. You understand? So it's like, okay. I'm trying to do too much. And I'm, I'm going to slow down a little bit. Hallelujah. I want to say I appreciate all of you. I thank God for all of you. You know, um, God is really moving. Today is a very special day for me because I just said it and I feel it. <laughs> yeah, I do. A very special day for you. I feel it. Mm -hmm. Yep. God been showing me 11 for 11 days, all day, every day. I couldn't escape 11 if I wanted to. Everywhere I look, 11, 11, 11. God was setting up here. I'm telling you, a lot of times we be afraid thinking that we're going to miss something. Every time we, we're thinking that we're going to miss something, and we're not. God knows what to do. He knows how to set a reminder. He knows how to have us to remember, you know, with signs. That's why he brings us signs. He says, with signs following. Why do he bring us signs? Why do he provide us signs? So we can remember what he said. Because he's confirming what he said. <laughs> so he won't forget. And know that... It, don't ever think that he forgot, because a lot of times we think he forgot, because we don't see what he said when we want to see it. <laughs> you understand? We got to be honest with our walk. Be honest with ourselves. We complicate too many things that are so simple. You know, why don't we rest? Because we think too much about our well-being. We're thinking too much about what we really want and how we're going to get it. And just not allowing him to just be God and have us to embrace it. You know what's so amazing? I was waking this morning by Heavenly Host and said to me, she said, get up and, no, she just said drink. Thank you, God. She just said drink. Okay, drink. I drank some water. I couldn't stop. I realized I was dehydrated. This person came from the kingdom to tell me to drink. I woke up very dehydrated. See? Our help come from who? The Lord. He provided in so many ways. And he used Holy Spirit to do so. In many ways, Holy Spirit will release something to us. By me just having the heart to say, I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to what you say, Holy Spirit. I'm going to get up. <clears throat> I'm going to grab that water. And there goes a visitation because you're dehydrated. Isn't that amazing? I'm seeking to know more detail. Like, tell me something. Tell me something was happening. And God is like, I want you to continue to lean on But acknowledge me. Hallelujah. I love you guys so much. Here's my time for now. Greater is he. And I got these buffalo wings right here. <laughs> no, that's not the reason. Greater is he is in us than he's in the world. I love you.